0: Welcome. And thank you for tuning in to Modern Aged Middle Life, a podcast brought to you by Emily Baum and Graham Jarvis, comedy writers addressing modern day confusions for the middle aged. The human body, it's the cleverest of the clever. It does all sorts of wonderful things and enables us to be at the top of the food chain. But what is it about the human body that sometimes gets right on my nerves? (laughs) So in this episode, we're going to talk about five things about the human body that we find annoying, disgusting, whatever it may be. So I've written a list of my five things.
1: So you'll tell me one, I'll tell you one.
0: I have a feeling that mine might be more around the bodily functions area rather than the bodily abilities.
1: Uh, This week, it's just Emily talking about (laughs) bodily functions.
0: (laughs) Have you checked out? Is that what you say? saying? This is breaking up the band because I want to talk about sweating. Is that what you're willing to do? Well, I came up with five things that I don't like about the human body. Number one was sweating.
1: <gasps> okay.
0: I don't like sweating.
1: What do you dislike about sweating then? It's very important to regulate your body temperature.
0: No, I know there's a practical sense to sweating, but there's nothing more annoying than going for a shower in a hot country because you've been sweaty all day and then coming out of the shower and literally as you step out of the shower, you start sweating again. Or when it's a hot day in the United Kingdom and you're sitting on a slightly plasticky chair and your legs stick to the chair, it's disgusting. I don't like it. It makes me feel clammy. I don't like sweaty palms. That I find upsetting. Why do we have to leave? water.
1: I think there, the last example you gave, really, I agree you shouldn't be sitting on plastic chairs. If you sat in a nice wholesome wooden chair, some natural product, then the sweat wouldn't matter as much because it'd just go into the chair. But
0: you still make like a little noise when you come off the chair. I just don't like sweating. It makes your clothes sweat. If you're in humid country, you can't control it. You're just dripping.
1: What I'd suggest is to avoid making that noise, just wear a gag.
0: (laughs) not nice though. Do you like a good sweat?
1: I do think if you're working out, going for a run or at the gym or something, then getting into a sweat, you feel, oh yeah, I'm working hard. One of the things that I dislike relates to what you've just said, but for a different reason. That's
0: what I wondered. I wondered if we would have similar in our fives.
1: One of mine. What is it? It's to do with the ears, which need a podcast on their own. It's earwax. Oh. Earwax. You can get two sorts of earwax.
0: Really? Do they come in different flavours? I
1: think they probably do, but I'm not going to offer to taste. <laughs> they come in wet or dry. Sounds like a sandpaper, doesn't it?
0: Or dog food.
1: If you use the sandpaper on your plastic chair, you might stop making that <sniffs> noise. <laughs> in China and Korea, it's mainly the dry sort. But in Africa, it's almost 100% wet. And in Europe, it's mainly 80-90% wet. The reason I'm mentioning this is is that the earwax is produced by something similar to sweat glands and you've got two sorts of sweat glands. The sort you've been talking about.
0: Which make you wet.
1: All over your body generally, aren't they? Yeah. And then the other sort, which is under your armpits and around the groin that have proteins and things in that attract bacteria and cause you to smell. Now we know about Uh, smelly armpits. The interesting thing about earwax Mm. is that it's the sort, like your armpits, that is the smelly sort. So now I know if somebody's reached over, you know, at one of these parties, people politely just come and peck you on the cheek. If they suddenly go, Mm. it's perhaps because they can sniff your earwax have got smelly <laughs> earwax
0: do people have
1: smelly earwax well it's that sort of gland sweat gland not in china in china really? you'll be safe you can kiss the man's ears but not in this country. And that's why your mum might have said to you, make sure you wash your ears.
0: Question for you, seeing as you've obviously been researching earwax. Mm-hmm. Why is it called wax? Can you make a candle out of
1: it? The dry is crumbly. You wouldn't be able to make a candle out like of that. But the wet, which is more this end of the world. Yeah, it probably could if you decided to have enough of it. My auntie mm. was a frequent <laughs> matchstick downer ear getting the earwax out. Matchstick? I know a...
0: people use car keys.
1: Really? Car keys? Yeah,
0: I know. It's it tends to be a man thing. That's ear gender specifics but i think i do know guys that will use their car key to to clean the wax out of their ears
1: what on earth do they do now that it's all remote type keys
0: just club themselves in the head and hope it falls out naturally do you clean your ears regularly
1: no you shouldn't anyway it's a natural thing do you use earbuds no of course i don't cotton buds terrible to put anything in your ears so what do you do i don't do anything you shouldn't do anything just
0: fall out when you're wandering around yeah
1: the idea is great
0: big sort of chalky chunks
1: the earwax will look after itself. It's like saying, do you mix up a bit of acid to help your stomach? Yeah, I mean, no, you don't. Of course you don't.
0: Yeah, and armies they're like direct acid to the stomach. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Pickled <laughs> eggs, there you go. That's another fuel for the tummy fire. <laughs> 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 yeah, I get, earwax is disgusting. It is, I really. I think anything that you secrete is a bit gross.
1: Yeah, if you were with someone at a restaurant, and they put their little finger deep into their ear, that would be bad oh, enough. Oh, yeah. But then if they extracted a little wet pile of earwax and just <laughs> left it on the side of their plate, oh, would you no. say, would you mind uh, putting your earwax? Do you ear know wax? what I'd say? <gasps> <laughs> Do you think you could say to the waitress, have you got a little box or bag? Could we just take that?
0: <laughs> Goody bag, you saving that for later. Do you think slugs sit next to each other and they like look at each other and go, that's oh, a bit disgusting because they secrete don't they yeah god jeffrey's leaving a terrible trail behind him today
1: but if you think of other animals that will have earwax presumably dogs
0: yes but cats. why do we find it so disgusting i mean dog earwax is a bit gross
1: i think we just have to explore every orifice well <laughs> 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 Yeah. Your ears, it's like, oh. oh, I wonder what's down here. Oh, earwax.
0: We are a bit like a race where if there is a hole, we have to investigate it. <laughs>
1: Indeed. Do you know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> we do. Whether
0: it's a cave or an ear canal, we like that, oh, there's a hole there. Come on, stick something in it. <laughs> find out what, could, what will happen if I do this oh I hurt. and I notice
1: <laughs> they have these assumptions that people will stick things like matchsticks like my auntie or earbuds Corkies. and then they get stuff left in their ear and have to have a doctor extract it or a nurse what people then think is that's bad for you So let's invent something supersonic. And so you get all these little motorized spoons on these sponsor sites. No, I bought
0: the little corky thing because the two in my family spend their entire times with their fingers in their ears for cleansing purposes. It's a daily
1: occurrence. What you fail to realize is that they're not doing that because they want to get anything out of their ear. They're doing it. They want to clean their finger. You've gone completely (laughs) the wrong way. You should have. (laughs) You should have just bought them Carex and one of those little rubber um, things that they used to count banknotes. Yeah. So, did this spiral, whatever it was, work?
0: No. I tried it and it was absolutely useless. Ellie tried it; she got what looked like something that a gold digger would have been delighted to discover out of her ear. <laughs> and then we became quite addicted by that. It was like drilling for earwax.
1: Yeah, that's the problem. You just go straight through your. It becomes eardrum.
0: addictive because there's something quite rewarding in finding something in your ear and going, look. Look at that. Yeah. You could build a house with that brick.
1: It's awful, isn't it? But
0: I agree, it's not nice. I don't want to be rooting around in parts of my body to see if I've excreted something beneficial. It's horrible. And I can't eat it. No,
1: no, you wouldn't. I know wouldn't. people who eat it. No. They
0: do. If you don't think people eat it, you're living in a fantasy world.
1: Presumably, the bacteria have got a hold on it and it's got some flavour. Not that I want to know ever what that flavour is. <laughs>
0: Like creme caramel
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you have eaten it of course i have
0: really natural again it's that toddler mentality there's a hole stick your finger in it yeah anything comes out well, you've got to taste it first before you can come up with a conclusion <laughs> Gosh. am i excreting things i can eat i don't know until i've tasted it
1: <laughs> i think it's known anyway that whilst most people seem to think you should do something about your earwax it's making you deaf for most people nothing should be done. The body looks after itself, the wax comes and goes and is there to serve the purpose.
0: Yes, but you wouldn't want to be wandering around smelling of BO because you were sweating and having earwax dropping out of your ears, would you? So it's personal hygiene and maintenance that you deal with these things. I know they're natural. It's yucky. If you get
1: rid of it, it's no longer stopping stuff getting in towards your eardrum.
0: Oh, that sounds disgusting. What have you been doing today, Emily? I had my inner ear lubed.
1: I would think it's like pulling your lower eyelid down and putting a tissue oh, in don't, there don't, to dry don't. them up. Don't. The tears in your eyes form a purpose. You need them. You shouldn't just get rid of them.
0: This could be the first podcast we record where I physically vomit.
1: (laughs) You don't like the idea (laughs) of eyes.
0: Oh, no. When people used to do that at school, they used to pull their lower lid down and show you like the red bit and then they'd make their eyes go backwards oh no i was almost the one dry heaving no i'm no good with that
1: the other thing it's just ears aren't they ridiculous everybody's ears grow i
0: don't mind ears they
1: grow about half an inch over your lifetime
0: yeah but so does your nose
1: the same reason i think
0: but i don't understand why is there a reason why old people need ears twice the size and a nose twice the size as when they were younger is it to ward off predators how does that work (laughs) Yeah, don't attack that old lady. She'll hit you with her giant ears. (laughs) I don't think. Be careful of granddad. He snorted up two teenagers today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because they both lose cartilage. They don't actually grow so much as they lose shape and so drop due to gravity.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? I don't like pooping.
1: Pooping? No? Oh dear. I, don't, I
0: just think the human body is so clever. Could they not have made it a much more convenient exercise? I mean, how many times have you been in the middle of doing something a bit more interesting and you suddenly go, oh, I need a poo?
1: Not often. Uh, really? Yeah. A friend of mine was doing a degree in psychology and he said to me, uh, how many times do you have ever a poo every day? I'm like, What? You know, well, some people have them 10 times a day. And I'm thinking, really? That many times a day? 10
0: times a day?
1: That seems excessive to me. I mean, no problem for those that do. But I'd have thought if you have a balanced diet, it regulates out perhaps once or twice a day.
0: No, the only people that go 10 times a day are parents and they're hiding from their children. (laughs) They're not pooping. They're reading their iPhone. (laughs) <laughs> they're on the Daily Mail online or they're buying things off eBay. They're just making the odd fart noise just to keep people out.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> How many times have you hidden from your child in the toilet?
1: Um, never.
0: Liar. No, liar, hidden. liar, liar, liar. I haven't
1: hidden from you in the toilet.
0: Every parent hides from their children in the toilet.
1: I've got a soundproof studio. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> what with a toilet in it (laughs) but pooping you just think about how clever the human body is it can do all these wonderful things and then i don't know mother nature got to a certain point and just went let's make it challenging or messy or whatever you want to call it goats when they poo they can be walking jumping talking doing anything else it just falls out the back of them humans We have to go to the toilet, we have to use toilet paper, we flush, we wash our hands. You can be five minutes, you can be an hour and a half. My brother is in there for days, days, (laughs) to the extent my mum used to shout up the stairs, you'll get piles, get off the toilet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I've got a friend whose mother used to shout that and uh, she was right, he did. She was right. (laughs) Awful. When you say the human body can do things that are really clever, I'm not sure what you think is really clever. I mean, pooping is incredible what it does. All that food goes in, it sorts it out, and you just poop it out.
0: I know, but I think there should be a more convenient way of doing it. Can't it be deposited in an envelope somewhere and you just carry on <laughs> yeah. about your day? Do you know?
1: I'm sure that you could have some sort of operation to make it more convenient for you. Just have a, a lorry come <laughs> once a week and empty you. <laughs> just have a permanent tube. Yeah, I think then you'd complain <laughs> about the attachment. I feel like I'm talking to my <laughs> son now. If you ate a proper balanced diet, things would happen more like, as you describe a dog, A dog? Well, you say they just poop just like that.
0: No, goats. Goats. Maybe I should go on a goat diet because they can just be pottering along and it just falls out the back. Yeah. Dogs, oh, they have to sniff, go in circles. They usually do outside the kitchen window first thing in the morning when you're making a cup of tea Yeah. and you have to pick up after them. You know, the whole thing, you think it would be nice if you kind of expelled little cubes of non-odorless substance that you could just pop into the bin and they would just fall out of your pockets, naturally. <laughs> just pop them away. And you go, I'm sorry, Graham, I'm just passing a cube.
1: <laughs> but anything, anything's going to smell if it's got bacteria associated with it, isn't it? Because they're breaking it down, forming the gases, preparing it. But why
0: haven't it. we come up with a way to make your poo not stink?
1: Well, probably somebody has. They probably just punch you in the nose.
0: <laughs> Don't do that to my grandma, you lose your fist. Size of a honk. <laughs> What's the next one on your list?
1: The thing i don't like about my body is my left foot which (laughs) let me down badly isn't that a film (laughs) Yes, about the painter i'm not at all competitive Hmm. if somebody wants to beat me at a game i think fine if you need to win win but then they say well no i want a good game so this person had asked me to play a game of squash with them okay i went for the ball and my left foot curved under itself in the shoe and hurt a little bit
0: sprained your ankle the
1: next morning couldn't stand on my left leg my foot so painful went to the doctors never been to this particular doctors before he said what i think has happened is you have lost confidence in your foot
0: is this true is this this like peter the sea sponge again no
1: this is true he said what i suggest you do is book another game of squash and go for it
0: he might as well have just said you've lost that loving feeling (laughs) and it's gone 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 in your foot
1: but i did say to him (laughs) i haven't got that sort of a relationship with my foot i'm one of those people who just stands up and expects the foot and leg and that to work
0: i don't question it
1: no i don't talk to my foot as far as i know i have not got a relationship with my foot i'm going to stand up very warily in a minute just in case it's listening to this <laughs>
0: <laughs> through its micro foot ears
1: so i refused to leave i said i'm not going because i'm not happy with the idea that you think it's
0: and i'm also frightened of getting up
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well no jill had helped me i would hobbled in i could barely walk <laughs> the only reason she didn't actually come in with me was i just felt embarrassed you know, to... He was ashamed. <laughs> so he called in another doctor for a second opinion. This man came in. Yeah. He must have been six foot six tall. He was like one of the monsters. Huge man. And I thought they were gonna beat me up. They did refer me to a specialist hospital that does physio and they said just mm. to more or less stand on your tiptoes and down again. Stand on tiptoes and down again. I was expecting x-rays and finding out what the problem was. Mm. The lady said, no, 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 the foot is very complicated. So we wouldn't bother x-raying it because even if we knew if you'd broken a bone, we wouldn't do anything different. You just stand on your toes and down. Stand on your toes and down. And I thought, well, I thought we had grave robbers in Victorian times to sort all this lot out. Took about two years. Get
0: yourself out to get on your tiptoes.
1: Yeah, I'm really good at tiptoes now. I will tell you, if I go on tiptoes, sometimes I accidentally launch myself. I'm so (laughs) strong at that tiptoe exercise now.
0: And this is why you don't like feet?
1: My left foot. Just my left foot.
0: Because you've lost confidence in your left foot.
1: Well, although I don't think I have, I think it's a bit like the (laughs) Darren Brown thing. I think once somebody says it, you keep looking at it, you know? I take my socks off at night, say, hiya, hiya, to the right foot, take the other sock off and go, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, I don't like wind. Again, it's another excretion, which is what makes me think that I'm actually more anti bodily functions as opposed to bodily areas. But wind, my auntie, she's in her 80s, she's ever so lovely, very active woman but she will go for a walk with us and you can tell when she's straining because she makes little noises out the back end of her. Really? So what I've noticed is that as you get older the wind seems to just escape whether you mean it to or not. <laughs> and there's nothing worse than having a chat with somebody and you can hear them pass a little belch over the phone or going for a walk and there's a sudden little rustle coming from the back of their trousers. I've noticed During exercise, we make a lot of noises.
1: I imagine we do, but I don't think it's necessarily wind.
0: I imagine. What's that? Hang on. I imagine we do. Do you
1: imagine imagine wind a lot? I imagine we don't. Again, it's another (laughs) diet thing, isn't it? When people get older, they don't eat properly and so they tend to...
0: Yes, they do. My auntie Sheila's a very healthy eater. She can make a roast beef joint last at least two weeks. She's got (laughs) guts of iron.
1: Yeah, I think that's (laughs) proven my point.
0: (laughs) But if we are going uphill, she will make a little trump.
1: Well, of course, that helps propel her up the hill.
0: (laughs) Why is it we hold on to wind in our cavities why do we have wind? I know it's from the gases from the food being released into our bodies, etc. But why do we hold on to it? Why doesn't it just seep out all the time? Why doesn't it come out in our sweat? We could have effervescent sweat. Wait. I think
1: it's probably in your system you've got the poo and the wind queuing up politely waiting to come out.
0: <laughs> Should we breeze on to the next one? Let's
1: <laughs> breeze on. Here we go. My next one is hair. I find hair is a bit of a strange thing for the body to have, because for men, it's weird. They start off with lots of hair, but typically get male pattern baldness, so they start losing the hair exactly where they might need hair. You know, if you were out in the sunshine, that's where you need to protect yourself, because that's where the sun's shining from, on top. So what on earth was the body doing losing hair there? And then men start growing hair everywhere. So there was one guy at the gym was like a gorilla and he used the hair dryer to dry himself because the towel wouldn't work his hair was so thick it was unbelievable how much body hair he had and ladies generally keep their hair on their head but strange things happen i know ladies might say oh oh and they'll find that they've discovered a little hair coming out of their chin or whatever and it's about four feet long <laughs> somehow it's managed to get to that length without being noticed so it's a really sneaky hair, a really thin hair that suddenly you go out in the sunshine just like this wisping thing in the air floating about and you go i can't go out with it look at this if i ever get a hair like this again please somebody tell me
0: that last one is known as a whisker It's quite scary. And you're absolutely right, they surprise you. They suddenly turn up when you least expect it. You can't get the remote control to work on the TV and it's because this giant hair is blocking the signal and you haven't seen the giant hair. I was
1: once surprised when Jill and I used to go to the hairdressers and she did ladies' hair and she did gents' hair. And even on the hairdressing front, she was sometimes a bit wrong. So, for example, Mm -hmm. she once was saying how she was worried for the main risk to herself. And we were interested. I wonder what is the main risk to hairdressers thinking you might cut yourself. She
0: might get knit.
1: No, she was worried that some of the hair might get into her cleavage and sprout. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, that's not the first time I've heard that. Chris also thought that if a hair falls out of your head and lands anywhere else on your body where there is an empty follicle, that it will re-sprout.
1: Oh, Okay. And
0: I said that's rubbish, but I think she went on Google.
1: Well, can we reassure our listeners it's not true?
0: I don't believe it's true, but she also thought that chickens had nipples and they were called chipples.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I'm not saying the source for this one is particularly reliable.
1: No, well, anyway, the wispy hair, I think it is a problem for men and women. It's
0: like a phantom hair, because you always notice it when you're somewhere you couldn't get hold of a pair of tweezers.
1: And you think, I'll take my mind off this hair, and start sticking your little finger in your ear, <laughs> or perhaps make a little wax model and top it with a hair. So, what do, what do you think of that? Do you think I'm going to win one Roman of those candle, turn <laughs> a Turner prize or something?
0: <laughs> it's a present for Auntie Sheila. She can uh, blow it out when she's walking up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> My next point is sneezing. I don't like sneezing. Why? Because it's a force of nature that comes out of my face. But I'm also a bit frightened that if I have my eyes open, one of my eyes might fall out.
1: Now, eyes falling out is a strange concept. My auntie, as in the uh, earwax with a matchstick auntie, she once said that she'd seen somebody as she went to work. She worked in the hospital, in the kitchens. Oh,
0: lucky that. Well, Actually, she didn't work in a news agent. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's more appropriate in a hospital, isn't it? But she, she didn't work in the medical bit, as I found out in my teens after she'd saved my life several times. She was actually a kitchen worker. She was going past the room apparently and she said that she had seen somebody with her eyeball out sort of like on their cheek. So for quite a few years, it made me worry. As you say, if you sneeze, is your eyeball or even worse, both yeah. eyeballs going to come shooting out and suddenly you've got a really yeah. good view? of your feet in my case i don't want to see the right foot
0: no i think it does worry you because i heard a rumor that if you pushed guinea pigs if you squeezed the back of their heads they sneezed and their eyeballs popped out
1: (laughs) pushed before you carry on if you pushed guinea pigs (laughs) well what sort of people are you (laughs) hey there's a herd there's a herd of guinea pigs let's go push them
0: yeah cow tipping so last year we're now guinea pig tipping (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I've heard that if you did something to a guinea pig, it would sneeze because they don't shut their eyes, their eyeballs fall out. And I did question at the time as to how they knew this information and how many guinea pigs they'd gone through to locate that their eyes do drop out. I don't know, it's just that force. Sometimes you can sneeze so heavily. Have you ever done that thing as well when you sneeze in your car and it hits the window?
1: No. Now, oh. I'm, I'm sorry to be a disappointment to you. <laughs> I'm fortunate that I know if I'm going to sneeze.
0: Mine can suddenly creep up Mm. on me and they're quite violent. I'm a violent sneezer. Graham. Well, Jill, when mm. she
1: sneezes, sometimes if she sneezes once, she will sneeze several times. So it will be like yeah. she's suddenly got hay fever. She's not a single sneeze sneezer. They say you have to close your eyes. Yeah. People so it's dangerous. You driving. can't
0: naturally sneeze with your eyes open. But I don't want to because my eyes will fall out.
1: Fair enough. Another one for me is the hippocampus.
0: Is that part of the hippo university?
1: Well, it does sound like that, doesn't it? It sounds like it's a university that studies wildlife in Africa or something. Yeah. Like, Per campus. Yeah. So that's the first thing then. Don't like it because it's got a very misleading name. What is it? It's a part of your brain and right. it deals with memory, short-term memory, long-term memory. I think it processes stuff and then it puts it in the bit of the brain where the memories will be held.
0: So what is it then? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Apparently it's called a hippocampus because that's Latin for seahorse. And if you extracted your hippocampus, perhaps you go a bit far when you're picking the wax out with your screw thing. You come out and you've got a seahorse looking bit of stuff. You've probably just extracted your hippocampus.
0: But you won't remember anyway.
1: (laughs) Well, exactly. I think memory has brought a lot of problems to us all.
0: I'm not a big fan of the musical cats either. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. completely agree. If I have to hear a lame page, stop sparkling that one out again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of us, like our dog, comes up, wants a treat, give it a treat, as its treat, comes back, any chance of a treat? And you think, you've just had one. <laughs> it doesn't seem to remember. I think if they've got hippocampus, it's clearly better designed. They don't retain stuff like us. I think the amount of stuff we retain it's just unnecessary we should be more like on a a daily refresh perhaps you remember you know you remember your loved ones by i don't know the smell of their earwax or something You don't necessarily need all of the stuff that we remember. Is it really that necessary? And if we didn't have the hippocampus, then things would be a lot better.
0: Well, at least then you'd learn to walk every morning, wouldn't you? (laughs) On your left hand, your right foot. Yes.
1: No loss of confidence in my left foot.
0: (laughs) Can I talk to you about fat?
1: about fat yeah go on
0: only that's the last one on my list okay i don't like fat why do we have to store fat it's like carrying around your own homemade blancmange
1: a lot of yours seem to keep coming back to a healthy diet <laughs> 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 we've had boo we've had wind and now we've got fat <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and on that note i've got to go and have my tea it's chicken nuggets I've
1: got... <laughs> <laughs> with a load of chips or as my friend janet said to me once she said she was on a diet when i arrived she'd got this massive portion of fish and chips and i said uh jan i thought you were on a diet and she said well normally i get two portions whoa okay then okay
0: <laughs> do you think she ate her own ear wax
1: as well <laughs> almost certainly in fact once a dog had gone missing <laughs> Modern Aged Middle Life was brought to you by Graham Jarvis and Emily Baum.